And welcome, everybody, to Lunacy Podcast, brought to you by Redneck Scarves. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave and Connor. Dave Stevens, Connor Ennis. I am Tony Pervenanzi. Dave is back. Look at Dave is no longer Hi, Dave. unavailable. Hey, I, it's good to be back. It's, it feels like it's been a while, and I mean it has been, but I guess we've had the the loons have had a little bit of a break as well, but uh, yeah, I had to miss the last couple of pods. So yeah, it's been a while. I'm glad to be back. Finally. Just to be just to be clear, you're you're not back in the U.S. You're still in China, though. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yes, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. To, yeah. The, to the listeners, yeah. No, I am. My two month uh, plus journey is still. I'm still in it, although I'm towards the end here. The I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, I'm making my way back, kind of right as we speak. So. You're in. Uh, you're in Shanghai now. On your way back. I'm back in Shanghai. Yeah. So just quick recap. I started my my trip in Shanghai, flew into the airport here and had my two week quarantine here before I moved on to the Providence where I was working for another week of quarantine and then another week of self quarantine after that. And then basically a full month of working. And now, yes, I am back in Shanghai just for a few days. Uh, I got to do a couple things before I can fly home. Thanks to COVID, like get a test COVID PCR test and wait for the results and then hopefully fly home in just two days from now. So so now, now on the way back, you told us this before the podcast, before our listeners, on the way back now, you are not in a quarantine hotel now. You are in an actual hotel hotel, and uh, yes. you can go anywhere you want to. You can do whatever you want, and um, you are in, now you were saying that, what is it, the tallest, is it the tallest building in Shanghai? It is not. I think in I think I'm I'm in a tower right now. It's called the uh, Jin Mao Tower. It's, it's right on the... Huangao River in the heart of Shanghai, like in the heart of the financial district. So I'm right downtown, actually not that far away from where my quarantine hotel was, probably just a mile or two from there. Sure. But yeah, I'm in a, a real functioning hotel. And yeah, I'm in a very, very big tower. I think I looked it up. It like when it was built, I think it was it had the highest hotel room floors in the okay. world. Now yeah. it's it's slipped down that list. I don't know. I, it's still in the top 10. Um, but it's the Grand Hyatt Pudong, Shanghai. And I'm I'm lucky. I happen to be on the top floor of the hotel on the 85th floor. Jesus. Uh, so it's a unique hotel, to say the least. I've never obviously I've never stayed anywhere near as high as this before. Yeah. And the lobby's on the 54th floor. My room's on the 85th. There's a huge wide open atrium. So it's, it's quite a unique experience. It's oh. really unimaginable. And it's funny. I'm literally as I turn around and look out look out my windows here i'm literally in the clouds uh so i can't see anything at the moment because it's it's raining and cloudy at the moment but i when i checked in the views were stunning would be an understatement it was wow. incredible i sent you guys some pictures so yeah we saw those pictures yeah, Dave, and cool. uh that was pretty yeah. awesome for those uh like the if you look inside that for those who are listening here if you look inside the hotel straight up it's stri- if you have seen the uh, the disney plus show loki uh, it looks a lot like that scene in Loki where you're looking up at the elevator in the TVA yeah. and it's, it's a lot like that. It's mm-hmm. so unreal. It's such a, it's such a, such a it's cool sight. Nuts, man. Well, yeah. Dave, it's good that you're on your way back. I think what is, you said, you're probably leaving uh, China, depending on your PCR test, leaving China on like Wednesday, your yeah, Wednesday. So, or- and yeah, it'd be my Wednesday. And I know I mentioned this, but we probably talked about it uh, weeks ago now. But uh, yeah, so I leave on my Wednesday, the 15th of uh, September, which is actually your Tuesday evening. Okay. And so I get into Minneapolis at, uh, I think, about 530. 
uh, Wednesday, or th- yeah, Wednesday local time. So I actually get in before this Sporting Kansas City match. Nice. So you'll be able to watch that. Awesome. If you're, yeah. if you feel like, I mean, you Maybe. might be a little tired, yeah. little, jet lagged, you know. The, jet lag yep. is a complete possibility at this point. So we'll plus, see. We'll see how it goes. Plus, you know, after two months in China, you got to get back into the U.S. society a little bit. The culture is a little different. You got to, you know, fit yeah. your way around a little bit. You know, it's 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 different here. Um, it is, yes. But yeah, uh, so again, it's great. Dave's coming back. Uh, we're going to talk about the game from last night, which was, uh, eh, I don't know what you'd call it, Connor. It was mm. good game, bad game, terrible game. It was, um, it, it, let's call it a game right now. No, call, we'll call it a game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, we should probably talk about what beers we're drinking. Now, Dave's not drinking because he it is uh, Monday morning over there. And he's got to take a COVID test and he's got to be kind of lucid for anything that comes up work related. So, um, but Connor and I are still drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if we've done this on the podcast before or had this one. Uh, but my mother and sister-in-law bought this for me last weekend for our barbecue. And it is inbounds uh, love shake, which is their milkshake IPA. I think I might've had this on the podcast before. I'm not sure. I've had a lot of stuff, but um yeah, it's a, it's a milkshake IPA and it's not like you're, I know a lot of places now do, you know, milkshake, like strawberry milkshake IPAs, or they add some sort of flavoring in it. This is just a milkshake IPA. This is just. Where'd you say this from? Inbound. Inbound. Cool. Yep. So yeah. this is just straight up milkshake IPA. It, it's good. It tastes like a, kind of like a milkshake. Uh, it goes uh, down smooth. Yeah. And, I uh, love, yeah, I love yeah. milkshake IPAs. They're, they're so tasty. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I know yeah. Alloy has a, has a really good milkshake IPA up there too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I don't think I've tasted the one that you've, uh, that you're talking about, Tony, but, um, but they're delicious. I love those. Yeah. It's not, it's not well, bad. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Cause I mean, I, I, I like a good milkshake, uh, I, I guess milkshake IPA every once in a while too, as well. Um, I don't have them too often, but didn't, didn't inbound, maybe I'm mixing this up, but didn't they have something called like a G love Something yeah, like I think they did. Wasn't, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and that wasn't wasn't that a milkshake as well? But maybe they yeah. just kind of replaced it or onto the second edition or something like that. They might have. I think Inbounds had a couple of milkshake IPAs that have had different names to them, but they've had some different flavoring to them. Um, this is just a regular Love Shake, which is their just milkshake IPA. You know, if you have a milkshake IPA, a lot of people probably have had one. It's got the mouth feel is kind of like a milkshake, and it that you know, put it in your mouth kind of taste and the feels like a milkshake and it goes down pretty smooth you know um, and it's so i mean it would be high lactose i think in yeah, most cases yeah. i think that's what does it so higher mm-hmm. sugar content of course mm-hmm. so you wouldn't want yeah. too many of them i guess don't overload on that speaking of that i did i before we get into connor's beer i went in for my um my physical guys because i'm old now um dave you probably have to do physicals as well i don't know if last time you had one but well, yeah, I had, I mean, I do and I need to, I, I, yeah. I had a pseudo physical uh, prior to my trip here because I went into the travel doctor mainly sure. to make sure I had all the vaccines I needed, but uh, yeah. So they kind of did a few things, but nothing like well, you would do for a full-blown physical. I had the, I had the full-blown physical, my first physical in probably a couple of years. And uh, surprisingly, my glucose was regular, uh, even though hmm. I eat a crap load of sugar. And uh, everything else was normal, except my cholesterol is a little high, a little elevated. So um, I have to watch <clears throat> what I'm eating 
uh, a little bit more than I do right now. Uh, but uh, yeah, Connor, you're probably going to need physicals at some point in the near future. I, mean, I had one just last year. My uh, my courier job actually required that I uh, took one before yeah. before I got hired. So they're fun. Um, yeah, and they're they're what they are. <laughs> yeah, well, they are. And then you know, my biggest the biggest thing was when when do I need a colonoscopy? That was my biggest mm. thing. And uh, they were saying, well, when you're 45. So I got a couple more years left before I need to have one of those things. Um, but yeah, there you go. So, uh, Connor, what are you drinking today? Uh, I've got a new brewery today, everybody. Yay! Um, <clears throat> so in my travels, my as a courier, my uh, firm recently sent me down to La Crosse, Wisconsin. On the way back, uh, if you head up uh, Highway 61 north of Winona, maybe about 10 minutes south of Red Wing, um, you will find a small brewing company called Reed's Landing Brewing. And uh, it's just a tiny little place and a tiny little town, too. Maybe 100 people live in this town. And uh, they sell probably about uh, six or seven uh, six or seven craft beers at a time. I've got the Channel Cat right now, which is an American IPA. It's unusual for sure because I definitely, if if you just blindly tasted it, I wouldn't put the IPA label on it because it doesn't have that kind of hoppy feeling to it. Uh, I would categorize it more as like a halfway. When I say interesting, it's like halfway between a Belgian and a Pilsner, if oh. uh, if that makes any sense, because it's kind of got that caramely flavor um not hoppy and uh i mean you guys all know what pilsners taste like and i'm sure everybody i'm sure a lot of our listeners have had the pilsner taste and so it's about halfway between there and it's a good one uh but i was showing uh tony this before the show uh before you got on dave um dave you got to take a look at the size of the this crowler here uh because it's way bigger than the size of a regular crowler here it's Hmm. like oh it's probably oh, it's the uh, size of your head. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, probably about, Oh, it's, it's about, and it's about as wide as a regular crawler, but it probably is about so maybe, uh, uh, good. one and a half to two times the size of the crawler. Of a so regular it's crawler. probably a good lead, lead leader. I can't quite tell, but it's gotta be at least a leader in size, if not more. So yeah. now crawler yeah. sizes, I was going to say this kind of crawlers <laughs> are 32 ounces. That's 32 ounces. Oh, right? they are. It is, but I feel like most, uh, most other crawlers are, are, uh, shorter I, than that. Yeah, like, cause right. I, I, they, they are. And then I, I mean, I compared it to the, to the width of the other crawlers that I have in my beer fridge and it's the same width. So I don't know if the, maybe the measurement is wrong um it's an optical illusion optical Maybe. illusion <laughs> go to go to reed's landing you'll find yourself either drunk or seeing shit or both yeah. well, oh. pretend, well that's that is true right? you probably will be yeah. seeing shit if you have a couple beers down there yep but yeah i mean they're 32 ounces now there's it looks like it's bigger it does look like it's bigger connor yeah but i i don't know maybe it's like I said, maybe it's an optical illusion. Maybe you're like seeing it because it's taller. Maybe you're not seeing it like, you know, you know what I mean? See, that's what I thought at first. But then I come, the thing is I compared it to the other, the sizes of my other crawlers. And the only thing that was different was that it's taller. And so it's, it's just weird, but I mean, I wasn't complaining. It's more beer for me. So I'm, I'm cool with it, but it's, it's very, very tasty. Uh, like I said, right off, right on Highway 61, maybe about 10 minutes south of uh, Red Wing is where you'll yeah. find them there. So it's Great. very, very good. 
And it's a, and it's right on the lake. It's right on the river too, right on the Mississippi River. So awesome. beautiful views while you're eating and drinking there. They do have a food menu there too, so it's nice. Well, what are the odds they have a Twitter account? Because you, some of the brews you go to, Connor, they're so like out there. I know they don't have Twitter accounts. I know. I have. Yeah. Uh, I I realized that when I went to Lost Sanity uh, uh, about a month ago, they yeah. they don't have a Twitter account. I asked them if they had a Twitter account, mm-hmm. and it turns out they had everything but a Twitter Twitter account. Yeah. Um. So it was. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to check with them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, well, great. Two new beer. Well, one new beer, one potentially new beer. I don't know if we had before. Um, Connor and I are wearing our AFC Richmond hats, our visors, because our Ted Lasso boxes did come in. Yeah. Uh, we were concerned that they, we weren't going to get them because they, they'd overdone it or whatever, but we each got an email saying, Hey, we're going to send you your boxes. They're on their way. I got my box like, what, a day or two before you got yours, Connor? Two days, yep. But we will, Connor and I were talking about this before the podcast. I will say this. The scarves that they sent are quality scarves, like you would get any scarf at any MLS game. I mean, they yeah. are good scarves. The visors we're wearing are, are quality visors. The jerseys are what you'd expect. They are not like real jerseys, of course, and they're not even – they are that kind of fake, you know, jersey. if you ever, ever gone into like a, like a kind of a, a sports, uh, like off-brand shop, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely an AFC Richmond Jersey, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, it's kind of got that, um, that like, I don't know that. Yeah. The not, I think you, there's no real better way to say it than you, Tony. It's uh, it's, it's not, like it's not a real jersey. Well, it's no. more uh, okay. just a makeshift kind of. Yeah. You're yeah. yeah, you're confusing me. But so it's not it's not a cotton t-shirt. It's an upgrade from that. Say yeah, but it's yeah. Not, it's, it's like Dave. How can I explain it? It's you know like back. Remember back when we were in high school, you could go to like get the fake NFL jerseys. Mm-hmm. It's that type mm-hmm. of material. Yes. That type yes. of stuff, you know, the yeah. replicas, but okay. like really fake. The other thing too is it says lasso on the back and the number, it's the number one. Let's say number, number one. one on there. Yep. So, okay. which is fine, you know, and so there's that. And there's the believe, uh, believe sign they give you, which is cool. You know, I'll put that mm-hmm. up somewhere. Uh, I meant to yeah. put it behind me in the, in the back here. I, I forgot. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, we did get them. It is fantastic. It's free shit. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna wear the shit out of this visor. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. And, uh, I'll wear the jersey at some point. But this this you know. will be my my designated golfing uh, oh, visor go. here. Yeah. Uh, whenever I go golfing, I'll be yeah. I'll be wearing this. Um, you know, I, I think they I, one thing that uh, you might not know too is that I think Luke Crate intends to follow through on everybody who did make it into the into the window because. Yeah. Uh, uh, after you sent me the text that day, Tony, that that Luke Crate was giving away a Ted Lasso box, mm-hmm. I forwarded that text on to my dad and my uh, my, my buddy Tim, mm-hmm. uh, who come to United Games to come to United Games with me. And uh, Tim got on there and he got his uh, he he ordered it and everything was good. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, he ordered it a little bit later than me, but it now he he got an email a few days ago saying that. Uh, his box was probably going to be delivered in about eight weeks. So, oh. uh, okay. so he's going to get it. It's just yeah. taking a little bit longer, I think. Well, um, yeah. And I think they had like a set amount of boxes that they wanted to give away. Mm-hmm. I don't think they 
I don't think they close it off early enough. No, but not to piss everybody off about it. They're I'm sure they went to Apple and said, Hey, look, we got way too many people in here. What, let's make sure everybody gets one. Cause you don't want to like piss people off about Ted Lasso. I mean, right. Yeah. Shell's fantastic, but yeah, so that's good. Uh, Dave couldn't get one cause it, we emailed him or texted him when he was sleeping. So that's the way it works. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, I'm a fan of the show, and I can't. Uh, I like I said, like I said, I think I watched the first season. I did. I don't think I did watch the first season while I was here in China mm-hmm. on Apple TV Plus, and uh, I've yet to start the second season. So I'm looking forward to that Ooh. because they must be getting close to the end, right? You're second season gets good. Yeah, in for a treat. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, before we get into the game, guys, I did want to talk about one thing that I did uh, during our little extended break of the World Cup break. Uh, since we had nothing going on, World Cup qualifier breaks. Um, but uh, since we had nothing going on last weekend, I uh, had to go shopping and um, I went to Target and I picked up an Oculus Quest 2. You guys know what that Ooh. is? Ooh. V, it's a VR. It's a VR headset, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'm really kind of curious. I've always Whoa. been kind of curious about those things. Now, boys, let me tell you. You put that thing on for the first time and you're blown away by what you can do with it. I attempt, I was, there's so many different things I could talk about. I'm not going to talk about all of them uh, because there's just too many things to talk about. The biggest things I will say is um, some of the games you can play on there are just fantastic. Uh, NFL, which I didn't try today. I'm going to put that on there this week. The NFL has an NFL, Fox has an NFL virtual cast that you can watch the games from a suite at the game you want to watch. So today's game, I've been watching a suite in Cincinnati. And you can watch it from there and view it. And then you can also look around. So they have cameras all over the place that you can kind of move to and take a look, supposedly. And it's free. Uh, And it's Fox uh, NFL, Fox VR. So any Fox NFL games, you can do that. I think ESPN has something like that. I think uh, NBC might. MLS, I looked it up, does not, which is stupid because it would be like the best to be on the sidelines. Oh, yeah. VR type of deal. That'd be awesome. Um, But the other cool thing is, guys, you can go on tours of different places. Uh, So I've been to Paris. I've been up the Eiffel Tower. Wow. Um, You can look down. You can go on roller coaster rides. Uh, You can there is there's so many different things you can do on this on this VR thing. Um, and actually I had it at work on Friday and my coworkers tried it out. And then because the program we use is a web-based program to do all of our billing, I signed into the program on my VR and was able to do an invoice in virtual reality. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that just like amazing? Yeah. I mean, wow. It's just, it's just nuts, right? Yeah. So yeah. So next time you guys are over, you'll have to try it because it, it is, it is fantastic. It was not cheap. It's like 300 bucks for this thing. So question for you then, Tony, um, could you do that invoice thing while you're in a fantasy office at the top of the Eiffel Tower then? Well, I guess you could, Connor. I mean, you you probably could, but the cool thing is, so before I stop talking about this, um, you you set up like a home base, right? Right. So when you log in for the first time, it gives you like just a basic like house, right? And it says, oh, here's these different places you can be at. There's one that's up in the mountains where it's like a it's like a ski resort. And so then you look out and your whole view is a ski resort. And what's coming up in front of you, you've got a little 
it's like a little like you know screen in front of you but then if you look around there's like you know ski resort there's gondolas going up people skiing you know all stuff. there's spaceships all kinds of stuff you can can do this from so um another before i go there was a very cool thing if anybody has an oculus or vr there was a very cool 9-11 um vr experience that was very 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 um how can i put it 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 puts you there and gave you some emotions you probably haven't felt for about 20 years um so if you have an oculus or whatever check that out you can find it anywhere you anywhere you can so um yeah i can't believe it's been 20 years already that's and we should and again we should we should say guys that um yesterday was the 20th anniversary of 9-11 um everybody remembers where they were at i was at work um my work was evacuated because we worked right by the mall of america and the airport oh yeah i went home that day and i watched news coverage for the next 12 hours uh, yeah i couldn't get away so um yeah it's 20 years seems like such a long time ago um i don't even like it seems like yesterday i mean yeah. really it does you know oh yeah yeah it's just, yeah it's just amazing how it just burns in your mind where where you were what you were doing how you're feeling mm-hmm. yeah it just 20 years could be two days because you just that feelings not going away yeah and and for you and i dave i mean think about it um we lived in northeast minneapolis we could see northeast or see the downtown minneapolis from our apartments right if we walked a little bit we could see downtown minneapolis I remember coming back home and looking at downtown Minneapolis and thinking, holy shit, there's people in New York right now looking at downtown New York and seeing like, you know, haze and whatever. And just think about what that would be like uh, if I was in New York. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. I think um, yesterday during the games, I think everybody, all the players were a nine 11 patch, I believe. Connor, yes they correct? did yeah in the yeah. in the middle of their shirt there yeah, middle of the shirt so yeah it was cool it was a cool yeah. homage to it cool homage yeah. so let's talk about last night's game because frankly we have to i mean we kind of do but dave didn't watch it because he's in china so uh he'll be queuing off of us but connor is this the biggest week in balloon season so far i mean this is oh, the biggest week right definitely yeah. yeah you i mean you can't get a more difficult schedule than this week for the loons mm-hmm. uh let alone the fact that yeah it all started yesterday of course with uh with the match against seattle who are right now top of the west and uh then you've got sporting kansas city who also is on on wednesday who has also had an incredible season They've been right up there with uh, Seattle for pretty much pretty much since day one. Mm-hmm. And then there's, of course, uh, finishing off uh, the week uh, next Saturday, I believe it is. Uh, you've got the game at Allianz Field against the LA Galaxy, yep. which is still the only Western Conference team that the Loons have never beaten. And they're having a pretty good season themselves. They're, I think they're, uh, are they third right now in yeah, the, they're, the Western? They're or third or fourth? fourth. Fourth, as we sit live here. Because I know uh, they played Colorado yesterday. I I think they held them to a draw. Um, But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely, if if it's not the biggest, it's certainly the most difficult. Um, If, uh, I mean, I hope we come out of it with points. 
but it's going to be such a hard road ahead, uh, especially oh. if you go even past this week. We have a lot. We have another match against Seattle, and we have another match against Sporting Kansas City, oh. and <clears throat> so it's uh, it's going to oh. be so so tough. We can't foreshadowing here. We can't get nine points anymore. So just that. Let's get that out of the way. We can't get right. nine points in three games. Right. But you're right, Connor. This like this three game set right here, three games in a week. Three games in – do they play next Saturday or Sunday? Next Saturday. Okay, so three games in, in so, seven days. I mean – Yep. That's busy, yeah. It's so busy they played, time. Oh, and I, think about – My days are mixed up. So that was sun, – they played Sunday night or Sunday afternoon against uh, Seattle. If I, or is that – was that Saturday, your Saturday? So it would, be, it would have been Saturday afternoon yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Yep. So I guess uh, yeah. technically Sunday morning for you, Dave. Um, yeah. yeah, so – But uh, so, think about so – the old – Sorry, Dave, go ahead. I was – yeah, I was just going to say, so the old three games in eight days, any, any way you look at it, that is yeah. busy. Wow. Well, yeah. and not just three games, Dave. I mean, it was three games against the lower the guys who are low, below us. That's one right. thing. It's people who we can make up ground on. Right? <coughs> yeah, yeah, it's – uh, I think they're, they're, even, number, they're even more – They're, they're number – it's okay. We, we keep knocking above each other. It's all right. But, uh, number – yeah, they're all against number one, two, and four in the Western yeah. Conference mm-hmm. right now. It's uh, – I mean, what would make it worse is if we – our next game after that would, would be against Colorado, uh, who is number three, uh, which I'm actually looking up the schedule right now to see what the, what the schedule is. Uh, and the game after that is uh, Houston Dynamo. So oh, um, we're fine. So we should be okay. And that's at home too. So um, we should be okay with that. Well, I, I, as you look it up though, it, it does. I mean, you're right. I mean, I, it's hard. I mean, whether it's the most important week or not, like you guys pointed out, I'm not sure, but it, it there, there's a little more importance added to these next couple of games after, after falling in Seattle, I'd say only because looking back, say over the last month or so, I think most people would argue that Minnesota United did not do as well as they probably should have against some of those teams that were lower than them or oh. near them in the standings. Right. We, we talked about that. And Dave just, Dave just let the chicken, I mean, let the out of the basket here. I mean, it was, you said they lost Dave. We, we haven't even talked about it yet. Yeah. Way to go, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just assume the way well, you, you did mention you, Hey, you mentioned you couldn't get nine points. So I think well, I uh, listeners couldn't get, could do the do couldn't, the math. But couldn't get nine points. They could have gotten seven. Uh, okay. Okay. See? Well, keep in okay, keep in bad. mind though, Dave is forward in time. So, and yeah, by yeah, by yeah. his calculation, the, this podcast has already happened, and yeah, he's going he's going to work. Going to work there. Exactly. Um, so let's get into this game. Uh, let's talk first about who was available and who wasn't available, mm-hmm. because Fragapane was back. Uh, yes, the bossy was back. So there's two key guys we got back in the lineup. Guys who weren't back though, uh Robin Lud and our guy Emmanuel, Emmanuel Reynoso, yeah, not back. And we don't the reasons for that, Keith kind of put it out there a little bit saying they're still a little dinged up. They probably could have played yesterday, but he wanted to save them, which we'll talk about after the game because there's there's two ways of thinking about this. Uh, there's, I mean, positive way of thinking about it, the negative way of thinking about it. I'm going to go for the positive way. There's a lot of people going for the negative way on social media. We'll talk about it after the game, but Ray and Lude were not there. The yep. lineups to begin with 
Connor, what did we do? What was our lineup uh, formation this time around? So it was a 4-3-3, um, which, uh, of course, in the past has not worked the best for us. No. Uh, but the, pr- the, bright p- the bright part, as you said, Tony, was that Fragapane was back in the lineup. So you saw him up top on the left side, which, uh, which, which meant, meant that uh, Hassani Dotson uh, yeah. is not no longer going to be in that position. He goes back yes. to his natural position in the defensive midfield. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a vote of confidence. I, I thought mm-hmm. that was a great move. Uh, and especially mm-hmm. with Fragapane being back to full health, that's also a big, uh, a, a big deal there. And uh, then of course you had in the back, you had the the four that you might expect some Gasper, Debassi, Boxall and Roman Metzenier. Which um, Let's talk about quickly. Boxel signed a new contract uh, a couple of days ago. So he's That's here right. for another two years. Another two and years. Metnir, there was some questions about whether he's going to be back because he was playing for his team. Uh, he plays for what's uh, Madagascar. Madagascar in the World Cup qualifiers. There was questions about whether he's going to be back. He was back. However, there was a lot of questioning about how match fit he was going to be after playing in those games in the last two weeks. So... Um, you know, he was there. I mean, he was yeah. doing what he needed to do. So um, the other thing too, that we have to mention is that midfield was trap Ozzy and Dotson. Right now we've talked about this before trap and Dotson play well together. You had Ozzy in there and things get a little bit different. At least, at least it wasn't Jan Gregus. At least mm-hmm. it wasn't Jan. So, and we're gonna talk about this going into the game. So, we were missing guys, but Seattle was missing guys too. I mean, right. Seattle was missing. <clears throat> they were missing uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz, which yep. is their talisman goal scorer. Yep. Um, and I think they started with uh, both Alex and Christian Rodon um, on the bench as That's well. Correct. That's correct. So, uh, so yeah, they were down a few guys too. Um, I was also taking that as kind of a, a vote of confidence, but a very small one um, just because we were missing guys too. Yeah. Ladero was, was still out there though. So, Oh yeah. Ladero was still out there. He's the, he's the number 10. Everybody wants, I think it's um, um, they, but yeah, it's, I mean, it was kind of just like both teams went down the same amount with their, the yeah. players they were missing. Yeah. I suppose that's and- uh, that's what I took from that. I went into this game uh, saying, I think with texting you guys, saying this game could potentially be a goat rodeo. I thought, you know, potentially the way we're going to play with Ray not there, with Lud not there, goat rodeo time was going to happen. But I will say this, Connor, the beginning of this game, I mean, it wasn't like bad, but it wasn't good either. I mean, it was it was there. You know, it, yeah, things were happening. You know, it was uh, it. It's like I mean, things were happening. The, uh, when you when you saw the first couple, first twenty minutes of the game, you just saw attacking on both sides. But our uh, the first thing I noticed was that our passing was very out of sync with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you just saw way too many mistakes in the in both in in the Seattle half as we were attacking. And uh, it would uh, more often than not lead to a Seattle counterattack. Yep. Uh, so I was, 
very un- unimpressed. Some, sometimes it worked out. Sometimes, you know, you had some good service up into the final half. Uh, but when that happened, you, you had, uh, you saw us taking a shots that were panicked, that were hurried. And uh, because of that, you, they felt that they had, our players felt that they had to get their shots off uh, quicker than we were ready to. And uh, um, because, and also because of that, you didn't, they didn't have the power or accuracy that they were looking for in all their shots. So it was just not a good show. The Seattle put too much pressure on us. Um, and I mean, hats off to them for that, but uh, it's just, I mean, well, and when you, when you go into Seattle to play, it's, it's normally, a, there's normally a little bit of intimidation. There hats as off, well. And hats off to green belt, uh, spokesperson, uh, Tyler Miller. That's right. Uh, because he had a couple of great saves there yeah. in that, uh, in the first like 20 minutes of this game. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a couple of chances they had where if Tyler Miller wasn't on his game, this game, th- this game would have been a lot worse than it actually turned out to be. Yeah. Um, you're right, Connor, from what we were seeing a lot of in, in, I put it on text, you guys, a, a disjointed midfield. Yeah. Hassani Dotson was trying to play attacking guy. Uh, Ozzy was trying to play all over the damn place. And mm-hmm. Ozzy was everywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was by design or if Ozzy felt he needed to do that. But what happened was it really made it, like I said, disjointed. I mean, between Trap, Ozzy, and, and, and Hassani, it was a disjointed midfield. You didn't know who was coming or going. Uh, yeah. Do you think – do you think, yeah, Tony, to your point, I'm just asking a question because I didn't see it firsthand, but do you think uh, part of that, part of Ozzy's action uh, box to box, do you think that's uh, due to him maybe having a little extra juice in, in any kind of return to Seattle? I mean, not yeah. that it is his first time, but and, it's still Seattle. Well, I think that and the fact he was starting. I mean, Ozzy doesn't get chances to start as much as he used to, right? He's still trying to show that he's he's got it. Right. And I get that, but – some of the things he was doing, they were almost too over the top, even for Ozzy. You know, he was yeah. making some plays that just, you know, it there was and no, they, d- they didn't yeah. work out in the they end. Didn't either. Work out. No, yeah, no. they didn't. They, they no. I remember when Ozzy first came to Minnesota, his uh, passing percentage was one of the highest in the league. He, yeah. I think, he completed about 90% of his passes that year, mm-hmm. and uh, now you just see him very unorganized in the midfield because um, one, he's not used to playing with Will Trapp, who is a no. newbie in this year. And obviously Hassan Dotson has a little bit more experience having played with Will Trapp a little bit more often mm-hmm. uh, this season. And two, and you said it, Tony, Ozzy's just getting old. Yeah. He's not, uh, he's not the kind of defensive midfield enforcer that he used to be with the Sounders and with the first year that uh, first year, maybe even the first two years that he was with Minnesota. Yep. And so he's making too many stupid mistakes in the midfield. And he, that's why we don't start him that much. So I'm uh, um, unfortunately with the people that we, with the people that were out, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we, <clears throat> I don't think that uh, we really had a choice in the matter of who to start yep. uh, and how to make it work the best. So um, I'm not sure I would do anything different with the lineup. No. Um, but it's, it, you, I mean, you can't, but you yeah. can't really. I mean, until we get these guys back, this is the lineup you have to go with. And yeah, it'll probably be different on Wednesday when they're in KC, but this is what we had and this we had to deal with. Now, I will say that 
they were getting some attempts. There were some shots that, you know, we could have gone in. I mean, it was, it was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, in the 22nd minute, Seattle's uh, Wapalo gets a shot. And, and this shot, I'm telling you, Ozzy almost had this. It went between Ozzy's legs. Did you, you Connor, you saw it. Uh, I got, I, at that point, I actually got called outside because my wife got home from her baby shower. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she had loads and loads of stuff to bring into the house. The oh. baby's room is once again a disaster area um, because of how many, how much stuff was brought in there. And uh, actually, as we speak, we're doing our first load of the baby's laundry right now. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, uh, so I ac- unfortunately did not get to see the goal. Well, uh, but did you, um, see, you see in the replays at all? I did no? see the replays. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so you saw so what it, happened. Yeah, I did see what happened, and it was kind of, uh, it, it was a good shot. By as well, Paulo. I thought um, I don't. I don't. Didn't remember the fact that it went through uh, Ozzy's legs. Actually, it did. But, um, and yeah. and and Miller was a little bit blocked by his own guys. I mean, yeah. I don't think Miller even saw it until it was too late. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of those shots where you know nine times out of ten, Ozzy either blocks it or careens it off somewhere, or Miller sees it. It was a yeah. nice shot, but it wasn't a like that's always going in type of shot that it yeah. was a, you know, it was a nice, but soft goal. You oh, it, was, know? it was a soft goal. It was yeah. a very soft goal. Um, yeah. Just off the, yeah. I'm just watching the highlights now. It's a just off the post, but inside part of the post, it, mm-hmm. tough, tough to save him. If not impossible. Wow. Some good, yeah. good, good, just a beautiful crossover too. I see Ladero got it down. Who, who is that with a cross, but. Yeah, just what a perfect positioning, perfect cross on that ball. That's yeah, yeah. That makes it impossible for Tyler Miller. Yeah, and it, again, and so, but here's the problem, guys. Twenty second minute, now you're down one nil in Seattle. Yeah, which is bad because you're in Seattle, and we have problems with Seattle. Seattle, like I've said before, is to the loons like the New York Yankees are to the Minnesota Twins. Once you're down to them, you you can't come back it just it right. doesn't happen that way right so we play i mean the play the rest of the half i mean we've had we got some chances connor i mean we we're, we're we're making some chances we're doing some things but there also are a lot of miscues there's a lot of guys trying to make passes to guys and not knowing where they're supposed to be yeah um i saw that a lot yesterday it was there was some back and forth where it was like guys were passing it to the left or right and one guy's going this way and he's passing it this way and there's no communication. It was, yeah. it was again, disjointed. It was, weird. yeah, it's, uh, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, like, like I said, the, the passing was just not in sync with each other. Uh, Cause you yeah. saw so, so many good kind of starts to, to build up into the attacking half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you, <clears throat> when the time came for like a quick pass play in order to get into the area, uh, the they would be on completely different wavelengths from each other. Yeah, and uh, so you got you got you got uh, maybe a one maybe there were a couple times where I saw a couple one twos that could have been really good, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it turned out to just be ones. No yeah. twos happened, and yep. <clears throat> it was it it just sucked because with if we had hit 
most of those, we might've scored a couple ourselves, I think yeah. that day, because we, because we could, there have been, there were times where we could have exploited that, uh, that defense that again, we're down a couple of guys. That's so right. like, I know Ariaga was, I'm pretty sure Ariaga was gone yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's, again, I've, I've said this word many times on the show, frustrating, Mm-hmm. Um, just to see that kind of uh, just to see that kind of an opportunity go begging like that. Um, was it in the? Let's talk about this. And I don't remember if it was in the first half or second half, Connor, where Tyler Miller went to throw a ball. Uh, he picked the ball up. He was out to to throw it out. A Seattle yeah. player ran past him. Tyler got his arm across him. Tyler was pissed. Yep, because uh, that could have been a bad injury for him. Yep, uh, um, I believe it was in the second half, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because uh, I think it was Kendra who said it in the in the second half that said uh, that's the way a lot of goalkeepers can get injured. And you know when I'm, um, when Tyler Miller threw that ball, his after he let go of the ball, his fist actually went straight into the guy trying to yep. to jump in front of him. Uh, yep. And of course, when you're not expecting it, that can hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it, I mean it's a cheap play. By Seattle, yeah. uh, it obviously didn't work, but it's uh, but it's a it's a cheap play and it's just petty and I, I hate to see it, you know. Also, was that in the second half too, where we had the Adrian Anu uh, uh, kind of fouled, went down, was outside of the box, was on the ground, then came back in to try to score a goal. Was that second uh, half? Yes, uh, I think that was also second half. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm looking. At, so I'm not. It was forty. It was the 49th minute. He got a yellow card for entering the field. So yeah, if you yeah. could describe that. So what? Do you, so did he get? He was injured down, left the field, left the pitch, and then well, came back. No, 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 Dave, Dave. That's the thing, is that um, when uh, you saw Adrian Anu just kind of uh, coming into the, just kind of coming into the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he was fouled toward the end line. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, he's, so technically he's off. So technically he's off the field. Um, but, uh, you know, the referee doesn't stop play for a foul. Yep. So he could have come back in the re- referee, let play continue on. Yep. Uh, so he, he w- was absolutely free to come back in, but then mm-hmm. the ref, uh, like Seattle makes a little bit of a back pass to Stefan Fry. And Adrian Anu happens to be there. And since it's a back pass, he's not off sides. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't, Adrian Anu, Adrian Anu couldn't make it count. But the referee, even though there was no foul originally that put him off the field, mm-hmm. um, they give, he gave him a yellow card for re entering the field without the yeah. referee's permission, which makes no sense to me. Because you, if you're looking at giving him a yellow card for that particular situation, you should go back and check, the, check out the foul. Mm-hmm. And that's what led to the whole, which is what led to the whole situation in the first place. So it's, I mean, there's again, not, not a lot of consistency in, in the referees uh, game calling there. I, I did not like it. I think they're going to, I think the loons will fight that. I think that there's a good chance that'll be taken away. I agree. Um, but what did I say yesterday? I said, when, cause I don't think the rest knew what the fuck was going on at that point. And right. what I say in the rest handbook, like section 22, uh, <clears throat> line 13 says, when in doubt, give somebody a yellow card, which right. is what they did. It's like, we don't know what the fuck happened. 
So let's just give Adrian Anu a yellow card because we don't know what happened. And, and, and he's, he's the one everybody's yelling at. He's the one everybody's yelling at. So yeah. he must have done something wrong. We don't know what he did wrong, but let's give him a yellow card anyways and move on with the match. It was what you did, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now, if he had scored a goal, I think we would have had some serious uh, VAR looks at things. Oh, definitely. Back and forth about was he called out? Did the ref say anything to him? Uh, we didn't call a foul on whoever fouled him. So play didn't stop. Play didn't stop. Yeah. So if it had been a there. goal, I, if it yeah. had been a goal, I don't think the referee would have had a choice. Yes, yeah. but uh, they they would have had to go over to VAR mm-hmm. because it's just too obvious. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obvious in the first place, but it just that would have been the point of no return. Yeah, and unfortunately, and again, a new couldn't make it count. So it's which, um, yeah, again, it, it's it's frustrating, but. So we don't get that. We've got, um, you know, we, we got some chances here and there. Um, you know, Anu had some more chances, which was nice. Uh, we get to the 66th minute. Adi comes in for Anu because Anu, of course, is still not really 90 minutes fit, uh, you know. And, and I also think that um, Keith was looking for a little more poaching type of striker stuff going on um and adi fits that very well he did have a couple chances here after he came in he had a couple good looks connor i mean he he yeah a couple of them um which was nice um you know jacory hayes comes in for fragapane at that point 70th minute that means that dotson kind of i think switched to up front again so dotson was kind of in the attacking third of the pitch uh which Again, you really have nobody. You have nobody else to put up there. I mean, we you have really nobody. don't. We have no. I mean, you, uh, did you have Justin McMaster yesterday, mm. or what was he? Oh, I'm sorry. Was, no, Justin. Justin McMaster was on the injury report. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, yeah he's out. Yeah. You don't have very many guys. I mean, you have so many people on the injured list. Even though Fragapani comes back, we yeah. still got a bunch of and, dudes on the injury list. Yeah. So that that's my question for you guys. Uh, uh, just unfortunately, because I've had to miss the last couple of games here, was this, and you mentioned his return. So was this uh, Frank Aponi's first game back from India? It was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then, yeah. So the other question for you was uh, I just from looking at the lineup here, I noticed that uh, Joseph Rosales uh, was available, you know, from Honduras was available for the Minnesota United. It was, this is the first time we saw him on the bench or has he seen any action in the last couple? Oh, that's yeah. the first time I've seen him on the bench. Yeah. And uh, yeah. again, it's one of those deals where, I mean, we just signed the guy. It's great that he's on the bench, but I don't think he trusts anybody who's only been on the team for, you know, well, except for Adi because he's an MLS guy. He's an um, MLS mm-hmm. veteran. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. You know, add into the fact that Joseph Rosales is only twenty, only twenty years old as well. Yeah. He's still a young guy mm-hmm. who is still trying to find his way. I hope he gets playing time, maybe toward the end of the season or something. But uh, yeah, yesterday was not the day. Yeah, and we again, we've got uh, attempted misses here and there. I know Chase Gasper had a header uh, in the box. I know Adi had a couple of misses here and there, but really we couldn't get anything working. I mean, we could not get, I don't think there was Connor. Was there any point in this game where you saw the offense come forward and you really thought we were going to get a goal? I mean, I didn't have that thought throughout the whole damn game. And usually 
during yeah. the loons game, I have that thought at least a couple times. Like um, this is our opportunity yeah. to get a to get a score. And last night, yesterday was like totally like mm, I'm not. I don't believe anything is happening right now. I just I just yeah. No, it's, I mean I I think I saw what you saw, Tony. Is that uh, when we got into the final third, uh, we kept sw- squandering our chances. Yep. Uh, so <clears throat> no, I don't remember a time. Uh, where we were coming forward and I was like, Oh my God, we're going to score here. This is awesome. Um, but no, I don't remember feeling that like that at all. Uh, and you know, it's against a good team like Seattle. Um, it's not like it was against like Austin or Vancouver or something, but, uh, oh. <clears throat> but, uh, I mean, it's just, I, I, again, our, our final third play was minimal at best. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah. And, and, yeah, I just it's you look at I mean you look at the you look at the numbers like I can basically do and you got possession, you know, you have decent possession, you have you have a num, you know, more shots, you know, about the same number of shots on goal, but yeah, if if you just can't capitalize and build up into the final third then what do you have? And it's funny because we've we talked about this in, from the start of the season, you know, how important are players like Reynoso and Robin Lude to this team? Yeah. You know, and, and they, they've been responsible for nearly all the goals scored for this club. And, and unfortunately, the, you know, no goals, one goal, you know, it's just yeah. too common this season, you know. And yeah. so, of course, our goal differential dips back below uh, zero for the year. Yeah, well, uh, we are now below zero again. Yeah, um, and again, we we talked about Adrian Anu on our last podcast, Connor, and we thought, you know, his last game was a coming out game for him. He got the brace. Right. Uh, so I thought maybe this game is like, okay, now he's got his brace. We know what he can do. Let's see. He did. He really didn't do anything yesterday. I mean, it was like, well, Houston's a long way from Seattle though. I get that, but yeah. good players, Connor come yeah. through when your team needs them, you know, true. It's That's a true. game that, you know? Yeah. So, and, and I'm not down on him. I'm not down. I'm not saying he's no. a bad player. I'm saying this is the type of game where maybe he, could have stepped up a little more didn't see an opportunity you know maybe we'll see more of him when ray and lute get back out there but yeah um we did which, have, uh, which by the way could happen on wednesday i believe should happen on wednesday we're gonna talk about that yeah. in a second okay uh, we did have one more attempt at the end of the game uh it was a it was a free kick i think it was like 22 yards out or something like that unfortunately right. A free kick like that is good for a guy like Ray, right? If Ray yeah. is taking that free kick, we are it's it's like, whoa, this this could happen. We have Dotson taking it. Nothing against Asani Dotson, okay? But he's not Ray when it comes to free kicks. Dotson yeah. takes it, goes it blocked, it's it's game over. I mean, it, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. So yeah. we lose one nil to Seattle. Seattle's just got our number for how long? Who knows? Well, especially um, in Seattle. In Seattle, yeah. yeah. As the game number one of three big games this week, we our potential now is six points, and um, we need those six points. I, I'm telling you, we just uh, we have to get something out of these next two games. I don't know. I, I mean. mean we're this, going to we're going to Sporting Kansas City next game, man. Like yeah. <clears throat> their their home record right now 
uh, Sporting Kansas City is uh, they've only lost one game at home. Mm-hmm. They've tied a bunch of games at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so their their win percentage their win percentage is only fifty percent at home. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it's another it's another game where you're going into a stadium that again has a lot of intimidation to it, um, where the home crowd plays a big part normally. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kansas city, again, are, are a great team this year. They're yeah. one of the, the better teams. Um, I know, uh, that the, that the addition of the, the reintroduction of, uh, Reynoso and Lud will be a, a big step up for the loons. So, I mean, hopefully we can make it work. Uh, I think it's the first time, by the way, we've played at Sporting Kansas City since we beat them in the playoffs last year. That's right. As well. That's right. Correct. Um, let's say this. Dave, what time are you coming back on Wednesday? I think my flight is supposed to get in around 530 on Wednesday. Evening. Could you switch your flight to going to Kansas City? <laughs> you know, I, I, I maybe could. I maybe could. When I'm you coming through Detroit. We need all the fans we can get down there. I'm telling you, it's yeah. a Wednesday, it's a Wednesday game, so you don't know the fans from here are not going to be down there in force. Uh, That's so true, Dave, Dave. You can switch your flight and get down there. It'd be great. Swing through on my way back. Through. I, you know, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. I'll call Delta yeah. after this and see what we'll they call Delta for me. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the standings here, guys. A win last or yesterday would have put us in the back in the fifth place, above Portland. Right. And uh, three three points behind L.A., which is great. Unfortunately, now, sitting at sixth place at 31 points here, like I've talked about before on this podcast, you've got so many teams down here. you got Dallas, San Jose, LAFC, well, Vancouver, RSL, all sitting there within but, five points of us. Yeah. But at least, well, you know, at least, the, at least Minnesota is, you know, comfortably inside the playoff line, so – I don't know about comfortably, Not but com- um, but uh, <laughs> the 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 bright side of this is that nobody has any games in hand on us. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. we we actually have a cup. We have a game in hand on Portland, uh, who is uh, only two points ahead of us. Yep. So we could overtake them with that game in hand. Um, of course, uh, mo- of course, our game in hand will probably be filled in by the end of this week yep. because of how many games we have this week. Yeah, <clears throat> but. Um, if we can make uh, if, if we can win against LA on Saturday at home, uh, which I think we can, um, yeah. I I unfortunately I unfortunately won't be at the game, but what? Um, what? <clears throat> yeah, so I've got a my wife is a maid of honor in a friend's wedding, so we're we're going to that instead. Well, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second, whoa, 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 whoa. wait. She's the maid of honor in your in a friend's wedding, right? Yep. Well, she has to be there, not you. Yeah. Well, yes, I have to be there. What you do? Because my wife says so. Oh, you know. <laughs> well, oh, I hear you, buddy. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there in the Um No, they're actually very, they're they're actually very good friends of ours. Okay. We, uh, right. we uh, right. we're very excited for that. All right. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. When you look at the when you look at the Western Conference standings, you've got Seattle at the top, Kansas City, Colorado, all within three points of each other, and then you've got LA Galaxy, um, mm-hmm. five points down from Colorado. And that's where it starts to go within striking distance of us uh, if we can make some of these matches count. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's interesting, you know, it's also taking another dive into that, you know, so LA Galaxy, you know, you kind of, you can look at it one of two ways. Yeah, they're they're still within striking distance to say Colorado up in third, but they've got a decent grasp right now on that last home playoff spot, LA Galaxy does, at least for the time being, right. you know, because they have a four-point lead over Portland, six over Minnesota. And then the, the other interesting thing that sticks out to me, and I was, of course, joking about the playoff line, but Minnesota sits with uh, 1.41 points per game. And that, you know, since the playoffs expanded to seven teams, um, that's about the number you need to be at typically. Yeah. yeah. Right at it. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, we have a short sample size here I mean, since they expanded, of course, the shortest possible, but uh, that's about a number typically because it used, I think we used to talk about that one and a half points per game, you yes. know, back when it was a six team playoff yep. field. So right. they're just kind of sitting right at it. Well, yeah. we, we have to look at the fact that um, we do so well at home, guys. And most teams do better at home than they do away. Right. We need we need that fourth playoff spot. We need that. I mean, we need a home game at Allianz Field this year. I, it, it's got to happen. I mean, yeah. if we don't go anywhere in the playoffs, <clears throat> we got to be there. Just for the record, if the playoffs were to end the end today, we would play Colorado at Colorado in the first round, which has mm. never worked out well for us. Mm. So, plus, <coughs> one of the playoffs are a little bit late this year. Mm. Uh, you know, it's everything. It's going to be cold. It's going to be things are going to. I'm just, I, I don't like where we're headed right now. I mean, yeah, Connor, you and I talked about this. Dave was on the podcast for a couple of weeks. Connor and I have talked about this. They have those two draws before they got the win, before they went into break, right? Right. Those two draws. They were are, huge. Are huge. And yeah. people on Twitter, there are a couple of big name people on Twitter, local sports writers who said, we're not, we can't look back at those two games and say, we got a tie. And it didn't affect. no, you, you, you definitely can look back. Yes, you can. And I, say, I actually didn't hear about that. That's say that's ridiculous. You can look back at those games and say, yeah. if we didn't get the draw here, we would be here. You can look back and say, we fucked up back in those games. You could yep. totally do that. And you, you could know? also look back at the Vancouver game and say, hey, if the ref had actually been in his right mind, we mm-hmm. might have gotten another couple points there. You yeah. can absolutely. That's ridiculous to not look back on those games. There are because there are well, two. There well, are two it sports. is. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why everybody – it works the same way, but everybody just loves to have a sense of urgency, you know, coming down the stretch. But, I mean, the fact is – I mean, maybe other than baseball where they play 162 games and you're not – you know, a good season, you still win, you yeah. know, 30 40% of those games. But here in the MLS, when you play, what, 34 matches regular season, yep. guess what? The first match of the year is important, and so is the last, and everyone yeah. in between. And so, yeah, you, you can't just say, well – and that you know most coaches speak that way as well i mean they look at each game as 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 each match is is crucially important but there's there's two sports dave where you can say if you get a, if you got the win instead of the tie it counted more i mean you look back at it it's uh soccer and hockey those are yeah. two sports where you can say if we didn't get the draw if we actually won that damn game we'd be here yeah. And you can't tell me not to be pissed off about it because you, you should have fucking won those two games. Yeah. Seriously. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. 
I got to break in here, guys. I have an absolutely hard out right now. I got my uh, taxi driver. My ride to the hospital is uh, for my COVID test is is coming here. He's almost at my hotel. So I have got to leave you guys, unfortunately, and leave the pod for for this week. Jesus Christ. See you, Dave. Yeah, sorry about that. that. Yeah, I knew I I, he I was originally going to be late a little later, but uh, he's I got to hustle down. You know, I'm on the 85th floor. It takes me, you know, half hour to get downstairs. Yeah, think about that, (laughs) ladies and gents. 85 floors up. Yep. So that that elevator ride down must be just immaculate. Yep. There. Right, Dave. Dave. We'll have a great to see you. Yeah, I take that back. I got. He's going to be here in like 25 minutes. So I've got, right. I've got, Oh, okay. We still got Dave for a Jesus little bit of time. Christ. All right. All right. False yeah. alarm for now. Well, let's but go I, to, but a, if I do have a hard out, I'll let you know. Let's well, go Tony, to, yeah, let's go Tony. to, tw- let's go to 25 minute break. Yep. Back. No, I'm just kidding. Yep. Um, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> just let's get out of here right now. Um, we got the big game against Casey coming up on Wednesday. We need three points out of the game. We absolutely do. It's not do or die time, guys, but it is. It's getting close. I mean, it is. We need to. Yeah. We need to. We need. And I said this before. It's not even about the points. It's about the points. Yes, it's a big thing, but it's also about showing the national media, MLS.com, the ESPNs, the Athletic, that we can beat teams that are higher than us in the standings. We have right. to do that, right? Because. You can't roll into the playoffs in the sixth seed or fifth seed or seventh seed just beating teams that you should have beat because you're gonna get your ass kicked in the right. first round. You know? <clears throat> yep. Gotta show some we gotta show some stuff here. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um so well, yeah, and never mind the national media. You know, let's show our fans. Let's give our fans, let's show us, let's show the fans, you, you and I and and everybody else that that goes to these games that let's get a little we need a little confidence we need to see them score oh. goals we need to see you know what everybody expected of course after the first four games of the season but you know after after players like Frank Capone came came in and who knew and you know all put together with Ray I mean we're, we're all waiting for it to come together and I guess the silver lining is if it does come together down the stretch here then great but we're starting to get a little impatient here I think I can speak for most fans well, I think definitely. Well, it looks yeah. like we might see the full picture on Wednesday too, Dave, because uh, we've Hopefully. got all, we've got all of those guys back. Well, let's talk so. before Dave gets out of here. Let's talk about but those guys who are gone, right? Yeah. So Ray and L- Robin Lud didn't play la- yesterday because they're still a little tweaked in their injuries. Adrian Heath said they probably could have played. I think he said they probably could have played, but he didn't want them to play because he wanted them to rest up for Wednesday's game. Now there are two sides to this guys. There's the positive side saying, I understand what Adrian, he's trying to say. We don't want them to get re-injured. It's Seattle. They get it. We're not great in Seattle. Let's just go out there. And, and guess what? We could have, could have had a draw in Seattle. I mean, we yeah. could have been there but let's have full strength for Wednesday. And there's a negative side saying, if those guys are available, let's get those guys on the pitch. Let's put our full strength out there. Guys on the side of Adrian Heath, you save those guys for bigger moments. And well, Seattle, me I, I, too. Okay, okay. Well, Seattle, Seattle's a big moment, Dave, but you got two more big games coming up. 
Well, yeah, I, I think I, I think we're in agreement. I, I think bottom line is whether they're full fitness or not, uh, you still have the eight game, the three games in eight days. So there mm-hmm. has to be a little bit of rotation anyways, maybe not with a player like Ray, who who is used to playing a significant amount of minutes in a given season. But yeah, I mean, you still look at rotation. You have to in that, and we have, in that heavy stretch. The problem is, Dave, we have no backup for Ray. That's, Ray. that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <clears> Ray. <throat> well, yeah. It's it's. Here's Ray up top, and below him is nobody else. But as far as well, I can tell, can our all... nearest ba- our nearest backup is Dotson, which is well, like yeah. And I know you said McMaster's injured, um, but there really is no solid replacement for what Robin Lude has done this year, as far as being out on that right side, especially. No, and and that's the other thing too is you don't. We've we've talked about this. <clears throat> A lot on this podcast. When have we seen the full uh, offense, the full final third of this team play together for an extended period of time? We haven't. So, so we haven't seen so, them for an so, extended yeah, period of time. No. Well, uh, you know, if you're talking about, you know, the the if you're talking about Frank Aponte on the left, Robin yeah. Lude on the right, Hanu up top, and yeah. Ray in the attacking mid spot, yeah. have we even seen that? We've period. seen it. I mean, we've, if we have, we've seen it for moments. Yeah, we've yeah. seen it, but not for an extended period of time. This is the problem. We haven't seen mm. it like for three, four, five, six games. I think we've you... seen it for at most two games. Exactly. And, at and, most. And this yeah. is the problem. We're we're, <clears throat> how many, we're how many games into the season are we now? Uh, uh, we have uh, just played our twenty second. We have twelve games was, left. We have twelve games left. Yeah. Okay. We're we need to see these guys together. Um, and if we can't, then that's an issue. I mean, it's a big issue. Um, we need that. And this is, we've got our midfield set. We've got Dotson and Trap set midfield, right? Our yeah. back line is set. Gasper, yeah. Debassi, Boxel, Menir. We got Tyler Miller, Grain Belt uh, representative in goal. We're set there. That's so solid. The yep. attacking front four good lord i mean we need to see that for like five games in a row five games i want to see five games in a row where all those four guys are starting every game in five games that's what i want to see yeah i agree once you once you see that i mean hopefully we i mean again we see we might see that on wednesday when you see reynoso slip back into the number 10 spot robin lud come back into the right wing where well fragapane Mm -hmm. Made it already made his return and Anu is up top. Uh, Ray has um, Ray has the potential to turn that whole offense, let alone everybody else, yeah. uh, uh, that whole offense into into a unit. Uh, and it, going into a game like Sporting Kansas City, that could come in very very handy. Uh, the only downside of that is that uh, they'll be coming off of injuries, which <clears throat> which really sucks. But, uh, so they may not be 100%, but then you've got the game against LA Galaxy. You've got uh, a game at home against the Houston Dynamo, which should be a uh, which should be a sure win. And then you go on the road to DC United, um, and uh, that's, I mean, I, I actually don't know how good DC United is this year. Look, um, Dave, they're, they're sixth as well in the Eastern Conference. Dave will see if we play the full four guys up front on Wednesday, right, Dave? Yeah. He'll be there I, I would love to see that. Yeah. In person, yeah. in person. If, 
it, yeah. If if I land, Dave, if I land, if if I get off my twelve and a half hour flight uh, into Detroit from Shanghai and find mm-hmm. out that at Adrian Heath is going to start those four up top up front, yeah, I'll 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 make the switch, fly over to Kansas City. Really? You know, Del, uh, Detroit's a hub. I can get over to Kansas City probably just as easy as I can get to Minneapolis. So, well, and I've been gone two months. Like what's another? Flight. Yeah. Yeah. What's an, what's another day? I mean, I've been gone mm-hmm. two months, sixty some days. So. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's... Kansas City is only like an hour flight from Detroit too. You could uh, just just kind of move on over to Children's Mercy Park and uh, yeah. and give the Blue Hell some hell. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Why not? It is. Uh, it is. I mean, just it, don't I've be so nice. Several times. I've no. I've been to Kansas City several times to catch games, catch the U.S. Men's National Team there. Yeah, we, we but I've yeah. I have never watched uh, Minnesota United play in that. Uh, Stadium, we've so. we've seen we've seen Sporting Kansas City play a couple times, Dave. I mean, we've yes, been there yep. for a couple of games, but never yep. Minnesota United. That's a problem. And mm-hmm. again, that's another issue with the scheduling. That's the way it's been. It's they, they're played out. They never played out on a weekend that we can go. It does seem like that, doesn't it? it? Seems like I feel like other, if they had, you're right. Yeah. And if they because if they had, even the playoff game, I believe, was a weekday, and it yeah. it, it just feels yeah. like. If we knew if we knew there was a weekend game against a weekend match against Sporting Kansas City, you know, given the Royals, the Kansas City Chiefs, I think we'd have an excuse to get down there, but it just hasn't we, worked out. Stop. Dave, we'd be there if there was a weekend game. I mean, we would have gone yeah. if there was a weekend, yeah. but there hasn't been. Which MLS schedule makers, hello, make a freaking trip and have the twins playing the Royals the same weekend. So we can go to that game and this game and this game and we can go everywhere. You know, did the Chiefs play the, the Vikings this year? I don't think they do. Do they, Dave? No, I don't believe so. Not this year. Um, they don't even play no, the Raiders no, this they year. Don't. They don't play the Raiders this year either. I, gosh, I've been, yeah, I've been, I went to a Chiefs Vikings game, but that was four or five years ago now already. Oh, maybe even longer than that. I don't want to Dave doesn't, myself here. But. He doesn't even remember that game because he was so drunk. <laughs> I was well, I wasn't too drunk compared to some of the people I was with, but I was sunburned like the rest of them. I bet you were. I bet you were. Um so let's not let's not talk anymore about the loons because this is just it's I'm getting I'm getting pissed off about their whole chances here. But we need a win against KC Wednesday. We need a win next Saturday against the Galaxy. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Three yeah, points, minimum three points out of those games. Let's go. We need a minimum. Yeah. Well, minimum. Yeah. I mean, I'd yeah. like to get six, but whatever. <clears throat> but, uh, we're going to take a little break. We come back from this break. We're going to talk about uh, some Minnesota soccer history with Connor. Uh, I have some weird news to talk about. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So we'll talk to you guys in just about a minute. All right. All right, we're back. Lunacy Podcast. Dave had to leave because he had to get a COVID test to get COVID the, test. Yep. To get the hell out of China. Yeah. The authorities are looking for him. So they yeah. have just to make sure. Yeah. yeah. It was good for Dave to be back on the podcast for at least the first half. Um, we talked about on the break. Dave and I talked about going to the game next Saturday. Hopefully we can make it. Uh, Connor, you can't because you got a wedding to go to. It's fine. Yep. It's, it's okay. Um, yeah. But uh, I will say that uh, when well, we're talking about in the break, Connor, uh, next weekend is Otsego's Prairie Fest, which is their big. Every city has a festival. Robbinsdale has. Um, uh, Sundays, I think it is. Um, 
no, Robinsdale. Or no, it's some Robinsdale. What are spud, they? It's a spud thing, isn't it? It's about potatoes, isn't it? Uh, no, it's. I should know God. this. I should know this because Kelly. Yeah, I should know Robinsdale. this too. Um, Robinsdale. Uh, Robinsdale days. Whiz bang. Whiz bang. bang yes. Yeah. Robinsdale's whiz bang days. It's a festival, and they have things going. Otsego has Prairie Fest, which is a one-day event, only one day. Most places have a whole weekend. Otsego does one day. It's a car show. It's a little festival. It's they have some uh, some uh, uh, bands at night, and they have uh, fireworks, beer tent, whatever it is. Um, so, and the other thing too is, some the boys break. Otsego is now the biggest city in Ray County. We have now about that 20,000 people in Otsego. Um, it is a, it's a metropolis. I mean, it's crazy out here. It's just nuts. Um, which I was telling my wife the other day, I said, well, now we're at 20,000 people and the biggest one in Wright County. Do you think maybe we'll extend Prairie Fest to like three days instead of one day? I mean, come on. I mean, one day. Yeah. Is kind of... I will say this, Connor. Have you been to Whiz Bang Days before, Connor? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, I I went to Whiz Bang Days a couple times when I was dating Kelly back in twenty years ago. Twenty four years ago. Twenty four years ago. Holy shit, it's been a long time. Um, and it was you know they had carnival games and they had stuff going on. What what have you? Right. Um, Prairie Fest is really like car show festival, but the festival is not really like crazy like there's no like there's not really a carnival it's kind of a carnival but not really they have a beer tent yeah it's, it's not like it's it's kind of a weird town festival it's not a it's not your typical minnesota town festival i mean gotcha you know what i mean it's like yeah man. our listeners probably have town festivals where they're listening at and they're nicer for a whole weekend yeah. out seagulls not like that so Oh yeah, for sure. Like um, uh, when I first met Laura, uh, first couple of years we were dating, actually, the, uh, we went down to, in every year in July, we would go down to Belle Plaine, Minnesota, mm-hmm. which is where her mom lives and mm-hmm. where we got married, actually. And uh, they have something called barbecue days mm-hmm. uh, down there, which is exactly what you would think. It's, you've got, um, you've got the carnival, you've got the beer and you've got uh, some good, like pork sandwiches and stuff. And then yeah. you've got a, a band playing and my wife and I would, uh, would volunteer as bartenders at the, nice. at the beer tent tent there uh, from like eight 30 to 11 every night. And then as a treat, we got, uh, we got free beer for the rest of the night. So, so, so just was, uh, so kept was some, getting picture after picture. When you're bartending, it was like one for me, one for you type of deal or sort of, sort of, sort of. It was like, uh, so basically like you could, you could, you could go, you could go bartend and, uh, they only had like three or four beers on tap. Like they would have, they would have like summer shandy. They'd have Miller lights. Yeah. They also, but they would also have this, uh, this craft brewery from, uh, from Bell Plain actually called euphoric What brewing. Yeah. Nice. It was, um, and it, you know, it, it was an okay beer. I, 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 God, I can't remember what the, what the beer was called. It was like, um, it was like an amber beer, I think. Yeah. Uh, something to do with cars. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure what it was called. 
uh but it, it was okay um but uh, you know the rest of the day we would we would go down with our friends sean and rachel and they would bartend with us and uh <clears throat> they we would just for the rest of the night we would just pour pitchers for the rest of the night and just bring them out on bring them out to the dance floor and keep drinking and drinking for the rest of the night so See, that was you know, a lot of fun that's a that's a city festival and then well, i saw my wife kind of offhand and maybe i might think about this I said, next year, I'm going to actually get on this board of people who do the Otsego Prairie Festival and be like, hey, let's step it up a notch. Yeah. We're the largest fucking city in Wright County. Let's do it up. Right. You know? We got yeah. a lot of people here now. We can we can do this. The other thing, yeah. too, is with our Prairie Festival, it's late in the season. It's September. You know? Yeah, most so the weather is actually pretty good. You but, know? but most festivals are like you know June, July, August, right. hours later. Um, which is good and bad, but the car show is great. Uh, my aunt and her husband, who I don't call my uncle because his name is Jesse and he's younger than me. So I'll never call him uncle Jesse. Um, they put their car in the, in the Prairie Fest every year. And so we always meet him up there. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of a, you know, think about this now, Connor, it's kind of a cool day because my youngest daughter plays soccer in the morning out there nice um on the fields right next to where prairie fest is at so we play soccer we got a bunch of people there we go to the car show right afterwards hang out might go home for a little bit have some lunch come back do the thing you know it's kind of it's it's a nice little thing yeah it sounds like a nice day yeah so uh, before we get into your history i just want to mention i am drinking uh oktoberfest from shells Yay! It's gotten to that time, hasn't it? That time again, boys and girls. Yeah. Um, and uh, Nels brought this over a couple weeks ago. We went to our uh, brew fest in Monticello. There's That's right. Leftovers in the refrigerator. Um, Nels and I potentially would be drinking this in a couple of weeks when we go out to Oktoberfest in New Ulm, uh, if it's still going on. Now, we don't know if it's still going to happen. If COVID, if the Delta variant is still raging. Right. They might tone it down, but I have high hopes, high hopes that it will be down. That'll be, yeah. Yep. I I agree. I think, uh, I think it's good to keep your hopes high for that Mm because, uh, you know, the Delta variants, it's definitely affected the country, um, more in some places than others. And I don't think Minnesota is one of those places that it's directly affected too much. So, um, so I think your, I think your hopes are, Having your high hopes is, is a pretty good place to be for that so. one. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. Um, so with that said, Connor, got some history for us? I do have some history. Uh, today is September 12th. Uh, so we're going to go back a week, like we usually do, to September 5th, where there is only one stat in the entire Minnesota soccer history on this day. September 5th, 1999. When the Thunder win at the Milwaukee Rampage, two to one. Hmm. Nice. nice. Yeah. The Rampage. Are the Rampage still around? Have we talked about that? Uh, I I think they are still around. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, though. Let's take a look here. So Milwaukee Rampage uh, dissolved in 2002. Wow. That was oh, a long time shit. ago. Oh, jeez. Damn it. Well, played at Uline Soccer Park. Damn it! Uh, but remember that was the that was the team that um that had those like three yellow three red cards in the in the ninetieth minute that that's I right. talked about that one that's time. That's right. That's right. That's right. 
Yeah, I'll never forget. Like, mm-hmm. I'll never forget. That's like the only time I felt like an investigative journalist, where I, <laughs> where I was like, "Oh, find out more about the story." Okay, let's do it. Um, speaking, speaking of that, just off subject here. Um, what's it? I can't remember his name. Damn it, he's on this podcast. Uh, the guy who's the voice of the loons, uh, uh, Chris Lidholm. Chris Lidholm. He was back on Twitter for a while. Yeah, I saw now him. He, now he's back off Twitter again. Oh, he is? I didn't he know that he left. Well, he, he came back for a little bit. Then he made an announcement saying, well, I'm I'm out again. Um, which, is, which is fine, I yeah. guess. I mean, I mean, you do I, you. You do yeah. you. I'm not on, yeah. I'm not like a big like Twitter. I'm not on there every day. Yeah. I mean, especially now. I mean, the last two weeks with the loons not being not playing at all. I haven't really been on Twitter much at yeah, all. You know? Me neither. So, but he was on Twitter back again for a little bit and then he left again. So and uh, he was the guy you were getting all your kind of a little bit of history. All from, my right? info from. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. yeah I, I saw that he was on uh, Twitter again for a little while. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I would love for him to come on again and I'll come mm-hmm. on one of our shows again. So mm-hmm. that'd be, that'd be awesome. Chris, if you're listening, we'd love to love to hear from you. If you'd love to have you back on. He might be because he did do a shout out saying there's some great podcasts. Yes, I saw that community uh, for yeah. podcasts, and I think he was talking about hopefully us because I mean we had him on and yeah, uh, you know some other great. Well, I, mean, I think he tagged us, didn't he? Uh, he I think he did. Yeah, but yeah, he, I'm pretty excited. And, and I'm not, I, again, let, let's put this out there. Um, every podcast, uh, Minnesota Loons podcast, is a good podcast. Yeah, I have nothing against any other podcast about the loons. I, there's no like, you know, rivalry between any of us. Um, yeah, we all do separate things. Um, yeah, Pod and you loons, Dummy Run, Dave's. I know we're all different, and there's other ones I, I didn't mention right now, but we're all different podcasts, and hopefully, people listen to all of them. Some people listen to one or two. Um, you know, I listen to, I try to listen to most of them just to see what's going on. Yeah. You know, nothing wrong with having a variety of podcasts. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I've, I definitely got into uh, the to pot on you loons recently mm-hmm. because yeah. of course uh, we helped them out a little bit with our Premier League predictions. Um, but, well, uh, you might've, I did because I sucked at that shit. <laughs> I listened to that episode, by the way, they, um, yeah, they, I know we've talked about it on the show before, but uh, we've, <clears throat> I know that uh, I think you picked a couple of uh, teams that already got relegated uh, hey, last was, year. So I was going off of last year's shit. I sort of, yeah. I, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on with that shit. Um, no, it, it's, it's one of those things where those guys are great. Uh, Dummy run guys yeah. are, are true North elite guys. And I kind of, I've met them before. Uh, they're great guys. And, and, they do some great things too. And, and days I know haven't met those guys, but they do some great things. So yeah. Hats off. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, moving on to September 6th, we're going to go with, uh, Oh, okay. We're going to go with just last year. Actually, this is a first, we're going to just, just do last year. Um, September 6th, 2020, when United beat rail salt Lake at Allianz field, uh, four nil. Nice. I remember that game. That was we we dominated. That, I, think I, I think I think it might have been in that game. <laughs> Potentially, it might have been there. 
might have been one of my uh, might have been a game where Dave and I set up uh, above the uh, beer hall. Oh, oh, you're serious? No, last year was the COVID year. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, that was that, okay. No, nothing. There were not thinking. I'm, I'm thinking yeah. like a year before. Sorry, oh. my bad. No, yeah, I get it. Um, no, the I, I think I know which game you're talking about, though. I, I was uh, I was at that game too when they played Real Salt Lake, mm-hmm. and we we beat them three one. I think mm-hmm. uh, that day. Um, moving on to September seventh. Uh, again, only a one stat day, where in 2013 United drew one one against FC Edmonton. Another mm-hmm. mention of the Flyover Cup for this one. Nice. Yeah. I, I like that. I think I like Flyover Cup better than MLS's nicest rivalry. Well, Flyover Cup's great, but yeah. do you think Edmonton is a MLS type of team that could come in? I mean, we've got how many teams do we have in Canada right now? We've got oh, uh, we have three. We have uh, Vancouver, Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. and Montreal. Yeah. So Edmonton would be a fourth. Yep. Um, I do think that if we decide to expand to 32, which yeah. um, I mean, I can't see us doing that anytime soon, but if we decide to expand to 32, um, we should definitely look to Canada for another team and then I, another team in the U.S. But I, I do believe that the expanded 32 counter one of those teams is going to be Vegas. Oh yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, I, Las, I, Las Vegas lights have made a, a, a Las Vegas lights have a pretty big following down there. And, could. and there's a reason why, you know, why. It's uh, it's gambling. I mean, well, it's it's gambling. Uh, but you, there's also, also there's a few there's a few reasons reasons why you've got a big market down there. Um, of, of course, soccer I think is a lot more power pop uh, popular in the southern half of the United States than it is the northern, mm-hmm. uh, especially in that in the Southwest out there where where it's California, Nevada, Arizona, uh, and also the Las Vegas Lights are I think run by Eric Winalda right now. Oh shit! So yeah, so that, that's. Well, uh, and if, if, I don't know if it's managed or owned, but I, I can't one of those two. And of course, traveling. I mean, traveling is a big thing for major league teams. Uh, I look at the Las Vegas Raiders right now. They are in Las Vegas, not because they're going to have a huge fan base. They're going to have a huge fan base. Anyways, Connor, well, they're going to have a huge traveling fan base. Anytime they play a home game in Vegas, that's the same thing with the uh, Las Vegas, their hockey team. Right. Anytime I play yeah. a home game, people are going to come out there because, oh, it's it's freaking Vegas. Yeah. Why come out here and gamble a little bit and then go to a freaking game? I mean, why wouldn't it? Oh, Dave yeah. And I, Dave and I are talking about like, when they play Vegas in Vegas, the Vikings do. And I don't know what's going to happen probably in the next four or five years. Do you think we're not going to be out there? I mean, we're going to be there. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't we be? You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I, I I don't blame you. I think I, I might join you if that happens. Although mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not, of course, I'm not a Vikings fan, but uh, um, but that would still be fun to go out see go out to the Allegiant Stadium out there. So I would nice. actually, and the thing is, Connor, they do the whole like back and forth thing with the different conferences. But even if it was the Packer game out there, I think Dave and I would still go to see the Packers play the Raiders because it's yeah. Vegas, you know? Yeah, it's, it's Vegas. Why wouldn't you go? Right? Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to, um, I have a tiny little typo here. Um, September eighth, and we're gonna do nineteen eighty four. Uh, here's an inter- interesting one. Uh, they're not necessarily a new team name, but um, we've never. He- I don't think we've ever we've ever heard this team in this fashion. Uh, we all know who the San Jose Earthquakes are. 
1984, September 8th, the Strikers lose 2-1 to the Golden Bay Earthquakes. What? So well, the they, Bay Area, I would say. But they weren't. So they weren't playing in San Jose. They were in, like, San Francisco, right? Francisco? Well, I don't know. Don't, the, don't Golden State Warriors play in San Jose? No, 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 no. They, they, play, they play in... Um, well, they don't. They used to play in San Francisco, but they moved now across the. Uh, oh, that's right. They're in Oakland now. Yeah, um, Oakland, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, so maybe they moved around a little bit, potentially. Um, maybe they. I mean, we're talking about old school soccer where teams moved haphazardly. I mean, trust me, Connor. You probably seen this. Go back and look at the old school soccer teams where they moved to and. Who took over what? I mean, look at the, look at Minnesota for Pete's sakes. I mean, right. yeah. movement here, there, everywhere. I mean, it, it's flipping nuts. Yeah. I mean, the only real teams that have been around for a long time. I mean, look at Seattle's been around forever. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and I think, think the Timbers have been too. Portland, Portland's been around forever. They've never left. Yeah. So you look at those two teams, but everybody else has been like, move here, move there, move everywhere, you know? Rebrand. You've got you had the Kansas City Wizards who turned mm-hmm. into Sporting Kansas City. Uh, you had the which, Metro Stars turned into the New York Red Bulls. What's yeah. the KC? I mean, yeah. why did you leave the Wizards name? That was it was a great. That was a classic was a MLS name. Branding. Yeah. Great branding there. Yeah, it was a classic MLS name. I, I I mean, I understand you want to make it a little bit more like soccer-like, like sporting Lisbon or sporting Gijon or whatever it is. And um, but yeah, but we, I mean it's 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 in a place it doesn't really matter as much, you know. We've talked about some podcasts before. Yeah. There's reasons why teams in Minnesota United. They're their name is the loons. I mean, their nickname is the loons, right? Right. Yeah. We could have been the Minnesota loons if we really wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Sporting KC. I mean, Kansas City Wizards. I mean, that's still a good name. I mean, yeah, I agree. We don't don't have to like Europeanize every soccer team in the United States. We don't have to do that. Totally agree. Yep. Yeah. Which is why I mean I'm I'm glad that some teams have uh, stuck with the the whole the the team name and the team place like the Houston Dynamo, the LA Galaxy, the Portland Timbers. Which which is another thing too, Connor. If the Tampa Bay team actually gets an MLS team, they should keep the Rowdies. I agree, totally. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Rowdies would be great. I know yeah. uh, Sterling was Sterling was texting us about uh, about the Rowdies mm-hmm. uh, earlier mm-hmm. this week. Uh, saying that we should pick up one of their forwards there. He, he did. And he went to actually went to a game in, I think it was uh, North Carolina, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yes, it was North Carolina. He went to North yeah. Carolina at Rowdy's game, and it was in North Carolina. He went there. He got a front row seat. Of course he did. He had a barbecue sandwich. He had one of their beers there. So I yep. saw the pictures. Um, you know, still, even after moving to Florida, still loving soccer, you know? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Way to go, Dave. Way to go, David. Mm-hmm. Uh, September 9th. We're this time we're gonna go with uh aha, here we go. We're gonna go with uh, 1999 when the Thunder win their Western Conference quarterfinal match when they were in the USL A League. Uh this was against the Indiana Blast, and they won it 7-0. Now September 9th. 
sorry, Foreman Beer here. That's um, right. Understandable. Indiana, Indiana Blast, right? Yeah. To me, that sounds like more like a sports drink than a, than a team name. If you if you if you ask me, the Indiana Blast, you know, like Gatorade, Gatorade so, Blast. Like, let's talk about Indiana for a second. We've got the Pacers. Pacers. We got Colts. The Colts. Yep. Right. Good. Good names. Yep. Blast. Think, yeah. Really, I mean, can we like Indiana Farmers? Maybe. Could have had uh, the the Indiana. You know, Stranger Things is based in Indiana. Yeah, nice. yeah. good than that. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is 1999. Well, yes, but uh, they, they yeah. know about that yet. But Indiana, yeah. like something like corn, the Indiana corns, yeah. the Indiana, yeah, the Indiana. I, I, I honestly. Oh, 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 I got the Indiana stockers, corn stocks. There so, you yes, go. See this again. This is why I should be the marketing yeah. manager. For some of these teams, because I think of these teams' names like, like that, I like the Indiana Stock. I like that. I like that a yeah. lot. The Indiana Stockers. You have a corn yeah. stock as your mascot, kind of yeah. thing. There you go. See, yeah. you have to make sure and spell it properly, though. Bro. Like, well, you do have to do that. Yeah. But yeah. see again, when come on, yeah, come on, yeah, the Indiana Blast. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what's 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 blasting in Indiana right now? I mean, seriously. I, I don't know. What's don't blasting? Know. Do we have I a, don't know if anything's happening in Indiana right now. We have, like, now, hold, whoa, 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 hold, Connor. <laughs> don't say, we might have listeners in Indiana. We don't want to say that. Oh, I'm sorry, Indianans. There's lots of things blasting yeah. quotes in Indiana right now. It's great. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Did, the Col- did the Colts play today? I don't know. But, all right, moving on. Moving on, we're going to go with uh, September 10th. Um, we're going to go with 2011, when the Stars win 2-0 against the Atlanta Silverbacks. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Silverbacks, yeah. Yeah, now, I like that team. By the way, Atlanta has uh, come back here. I mean... I know, I was I was looking at that. Yeah. they've uh, They're they've just des- below the playoff lane right now. They've decided now to play actual soccer. Yeah. Which is weird, because... For a while, they weren't playing soccer. They were no. playing shitty soccer. Yeah. But now they're back. Yeah. Atlanta, they, uh, they're they actually right now at a, at a zero goal difference, too. Mm. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, they're just, just below the playoff line, just below Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So what's next? We're going to go with uh, the September 11th. Um, Let's uh, let, let, let's go with. Oh, okay, here we go. Now, speaking of uh, European team names, here we're gonna go with 2010 when the Stars win three nil at AC St. Louis. Really? Athletic Club St. Louis. Atletico. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't hmm. know. Hmm. All right. I mean, I, I, just, a, I, I just, I'm just, I'm lost. I mean, again. I don't think there's, I mean, let alone the fact that it's St. Louis. St. Louis doesn't really have a good sounding city name for us, a European soccer team. No, they could have done. I know the new one's St. Louis city. St. Louis is is city, right? Is it St. Louis city FC? I think it's St. Louis city SC. SC soccer club. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. And again, 
we can play the whole European name thing, but St. Louis could be a bunch of different names. I mean, the St. Louis uh, beers. St. Louis beers. St. Louis gateway. The archway. Gateway. The, the archway. Yeah. Yeah. St. Louis uh, drunkards. No, not drunkards. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, I mean. The St. Louis I, Saints. Well, there you go. I mean, I, yeah. I get it, but. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. I'll, so, I'll, Connor, I'll die on this hill. I will die on the yeah. hill of, <laughs> die on the hill of major league soccer teams deciding to go European with their names when yeah. we're America. We come yeah. up with great team names. Yeah. True. So, soccer really doesn't come with great team names, but we could if we yeah. tried, you know? Yeah. I will admit I was very guilty of the fact that I was trying to, I was trying very hard to get in touch with uh, St. Louis MLS team CEO, mm-hmm. trying to get them to, to uh, French up the team name a little bit. Mm. Uh, they are going to be called, you know how uh, Leon is called Olympique Lyonnais. Yeah. It could yeah. have been called Olympique Saint Louis. Yeah. Why not? That would have been cool. Right. Just hey. call it OSL for short. It's, it's- you know, we could do that. Yeah, just like Real Salt Lake. Why can't? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, mm. that's cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, today is today is uh, September twelfth, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna go with we're gonna go with two thousand fifteen. United win at home three one against the Carolina Railhawks. There you go. The Railhawks. So that's a good Railhawks. Rail that's a are... familiar one. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're good. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was the United's uh, back when they were the Stars. That was their first uh, win, I think. By the way, what? Um, back when, uh, when when they first became a franchise in the uh, in the NASL, Ooh, they nice. they that was their first win against the Carolina Railhawks. Mm. Very nice, Connor. Yeah, thank y'all. Well, thank you for that history, Connor. Appreciate it. Of course, anytime. Um, let's do some weird news before we get out of here. Yes. Do we want to do what you, uh, for, what you got for us, Tony? Do you want to do? Uh, well, I got two of them, but which one to do first? You want to do Lost Dentures or Gecko in a Bra? Let's do uh, Lost Dentures first. I All think. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, Gecko in a Bra sounds like a good uh, vibe to end on. All right. Yeah. So uh, police uh, reunited somebody from the Illinois State Fair with their Lost Dentures. So uh, Illinois State Police said a visitor to the Illinois State Fair was reunited with the unusual piece of lost property, their dentures. So the questions that immediately come to mind here are, how did this become police business? Yeah. And um, and like, how how were they reunited, I suppose? Well, the Illinois State Police said that a fairgoer flagged down the troopers to turn over a set of abandoned choppers, chompers found in the conservation world area of the fair. Oh. Uh, the post was updated later to say that owner has been found. The owner has been in contact with the lost and found and should be reunited with their previously misplaced pearly whites very soon. And that's the whole story. But there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of questions here, Connor. A lot of questions. There is. 
Yeah. Like, so where did you, where did you say this was? This is in Illinois, their state fair. Illinois. And he lost them in the conservation world area. Um, A, why did he take his dentures out? I mean. At a state fair. Yeah. Did he like eat some alligator or, or did he, I mean, Minnesota state fair is alligator, but he had some alligator, he had some popcorn and he was trying to clean them off and then he left them there and. Well, you know, beer makes people do crazy things at state yeah. fairs. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe he, um, maybe he forgot he had dentures. Well, I don't know. He could have. We don't know anything about this guy. Yeah. I mean, truly, your dentures when you get older are a very important thing, and leaving them anywhere is not good because they're very. Yeah. Exp- I think they're very expensive too. I, I would think so. Yeah. So, leaving at the uh, Illinois State Fair, mm, yeah, that it could have been a bad situation right there. It could have been somebody could have picked them up. The kids could have picked them up. Yeah. You know, throw them on the ground. You know, use them for something else. Who knows? But yeah. You know, but happily he got them back. Which yeah. Is good. Which is great. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, think about how much abuse those dentures could have taken in the meantime. Well. You know? Think about where they've been. I hope he cleaned yeah. them. I hope he cleaned them thoroughly. I hope he. I hope he gave him an alcohol bath. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. there's you know, people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so after the dentures, <laughs> we've got a uh, a stowaway gecko who took a ride in a uh, somebody's bra. Connor, I mean, so bra. Yeah, so was this bra on a person? Hmm. No, it was, was not. It, it was not. Okay. Dang it, it was not. That makes uh, a little bit more sense. It's a British woman. She was unpacking her suitcase after a trip to Barbados, and she made a shocking discovery, a gecko that had stowed away for the 4,000-mile trip inside her bra. Wow. Um, Lisa Russell, who's 47, contacted the uh, RSPCA. I know what that is. It's the uh, the animal, kind of the animal control over right. there. Well, you would know. Yeah, you're familiar. Yeah. After she spotted a tiny gecko while unpacking her suitcase at her home in Thryburg, a village near Rotherham, England. Rotherham, yeah. Uh, Russell said she initially wasn't sure what small object was inside the cup of her bra. I thought it was a tiny dead creature. And when I it moved, I started screaming. It's not what you expect to find in your bra after a 4,000-mile journey. The tiny lizard was lucky as, as the bra was on the top of my suitcase on my clean pile. As it was so hot out there, I didn't bother wearing one. What? Oh, whoa. Okay. Hey now. Hey yeah, there you go. When, you, when you're on a trip to Barbados, just live your life, I say. You she know? said it must have been happy to be in its new pad. Weird. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I get it. She said, she said it right there. <laughs> Russell said the gecko must have been in her suitcase for at least 24 hours. Um, did we say? Did we say um, Chase Gasper? Uh, we did not. No. no, Henry. We said. I, ge- I, I don't know what you thought I said. We said gecko though. Gecko. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe he thinks there is a gecko down here. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, He's I don't know. She said the gecko must have been in her suitcase for at least 24 hours from the time she packed it in. She started unpacking. 
I was so shocked. Not only did it survive the journey, but also the fact it didn't get squashed as my suitcase was so full when we were returning. Uh, the inspectors yeah. were dispatched. The inspectors were dispatched to her home right, to collect the gecko. Yeah. Uh, Lisa was quite relaxed. They named the gecko Barbie. Huh. That's nice. Yep. Huh. And yep. So the gecko not, it was not injured. The gecko Good. uh is it thriving in its new home? It's now doing well in the care of a reptile specialist. So nice. It's a new home in England. So the gecko went from Barbados to England and it's doing well. Doing well. Yeah. Good. Well, it's, I mean, have you ever seen the movie Lion? Mm-hmm. It sounds a lot like that. It's like uh, it's a, it's a true story about a an Indian kid who who falls asleep on a train by mm-hmm. himself and mm-hmm. uh, ends up waking up uh, uh, 1600 miles away basically and um, the whole movie is about him trying to find his way back home it's a great great movie I don't want to give away too much but uh, but yeah uh, he tries to find his way home now the funny thing is Connor I mean she found a gecko right right and I've gone in a couple of different countries myself and I'd be scared as shit I found an oh, yeah. animal from, like, I went to the Dominican Republic. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Canada. Um, oh, not so much Canada. I mean, because Canadian animals are North American animals. It's fine. Canada's never heard of geckos. So, no, yeah. I'm not going to find, like, a moose in my backpack. I mean, it's totally cool. Yeah. But went to, like, the Dominican Republic. I mean, there was a lot of different, like, small animals. Oh, yeah. I've been to the Republic. I've been to the DR too. I saw lots of lizards uh, running around the resorts uh, down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Now, Mexico, we were the resort we stayed at, had a lot of iguanas there. Oh. Now, if an iguana had gone in my backpack, that'd be, I probably uh, die of a heart attack. Yeah, I was going to say that I would be, uh, that all that adrenaline would go into my brain and I would pass out immediately. Because those things were all for the freaking place, I tell you. It's crazy. Well, if you if you found an iguana, how big are your brows, Tony? Like, I don't know. Well, not not that big. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe a cup. Maybe a a, a, a baby iguana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So there's that. So before we get out of here, Kano. All right. Let's do a brief recap here. Lose lost against Seattle. Which yeah, giddy up! It happens, right? It's I mean, it's not the worst thing, you know. So I mean, I, it it's not a good thing. Yeah, but it's uh, I mean, plenty of worse things can happen. Seattle's it's, top of the Western Conference. It's not not many people can beat them right now. So, can we? The big question is: Can we at least play? an aggressive game against KC on Wednesday and come out with a point or three on Wednesday. Because what I'm saying is if we lose against KC on Wednesday, there's a, people are going to start like bringing pitchforks to Allianz field on Saturday. That's where yeah. there. And I'd like to say to those people, this, my prediction of the loons being in fifth, sixth, or seventh place, potentially when the season ends, it, it's going to happen. I mean, 
we lose in, against KC and we are screwed. Yeah. Connor, we're, we're, I think we'll be looking for revenge. Yeah. We, uh, the last time we played Sporting KC, they were here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was at that game. Mm-hmm. It was an insanely frustrating game, especially the second half, because all Sporting KC could do was waste time. Yep. Uh, especially since they had had a man sent off uh, that that game. I really hope we go into this game motivated to make them pay for wasting so much time that day. Well, I, I think this game is going to be chippy. I agree. Uh, I think it won't be so nice. Be so nice. Yeah. I think this game is also going to be a game where we have our top four guys in the lineup. I sure hope so. Little will be back. Uh, Renos yeah. will be back. We'll be good to go. Yeah. Um, but my issue, my concern is this, Connor, is we lose this game against Casey. We go against LA Galaxy on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We lose that game, right? Oh, yes, of course. We lose three games in a row against top opponents. Yeah. God, that's not a good thing. I mean, it's, it's, when, I mean, Minnesota, when you go back to the expectations that were, that were set on us at the beginning of the season, yeah. It's, it's just very disappointing. Is. Because we expected to be able to compete with Seattle and Kansas City and LA and Colorado, um, who you know we've we've only won one of those games uh, so far this year. We only beat Seattle the one time, and um, it's uh, it's incredibly frustrating. Um, if we take zero points from the, from this three game stretch, which I don't a, think we deserve to go to the playoffs, which is a possibility. Connor. It is, is a possibility. Big possibility. It is a possibility. I think we can beat LA galaxy on Saturday. I, so. um, I think that's the game we are most likely to win. Yeah. Um, but even, but even three points out of this three game spread is not good. No, not I mean, at all. And I look at, here's what I think about. I think about the first four games of the season, right? Where we didn't we didn't win at all, right? Yeah. Yeah. Four losses in a row. And I say to myself, well, if we come out of the box with two wins or a win and a couple of draws, we wouldn't worry about these three games as much as we do now. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And go back to my point of people on on social media saying we can't worry about games that we draw or whatever no no this is these are type of games where you can worry about that because if you lose it's not so bad yeah but losing is terrible now because you you took a draw in two or three games where you should have won yeah right yeah. i mean i mean it, there's one it's one thing to just it's one thing to dwell on the past, but it's like, if you, if you keep looking back on it saying just kind of, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, looking for pity, I guess. I, I don't know. No. Like out of those games, it, it's one thing to do that. Cause you can't do that that way. But no. when you 
you you can't help but look at them as missed opportunities. And so that's why I think it's ridiculous that they say that because we could be up in the top three right now if it wasn't for that wasn't for them. Could be. And yeah. And uh, it's so the, the the big thing is here for these next couple games um, with our best players coming back. I think the, the big question is how is Adrian Heath going to play it? Uh, I think uh, Adrian Heath is known for doing some questionable things with his formations, with his, uh, with his starting lineups mm-hmm. uh, and of course his substitutions. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's, what is he going to do? We don't. So, that's, that's the question. Yeah. Connor, is we don't know. Yeah. Cause Adrian's been like the guy who you think he's going to do one thing. He does something totally different. Right. Yeah. Um, we have to get back in form in the next two games. We have to. Yeah, we have definitely. to because we can't like slump our way into the playoffs in a season. We can't do that. Yeah, because a we have the talent. Yeah, to be a great team. Yeah. B. Definitely. Adrian Heath thinks we have the talent, and he is the one. Who is he's the one who's put the talent here, right? Yeah, these yes. are he's these are he his calls. Yeah, Fragapane, Anu, they're his Reynoso. calls. Yeah, Reynoso, they're all his calls, right? So, if we suck the rest of the year and we make the playoffs barely or we miss the playoffs, Adrian Heath is in the hot seat at this point. I think I think if we miss the playoffs, he's more than on the hot seat. Well, it's I, it's, it's not Heath out yet. It's not Heath out. Not yet. right now, it isn't. But if you if you look at uh, if, we should see what happens in the next few games. Of course, mm-hmm. I don't think it's Heath out yet. Like like I agree with you, but we might want to start thinking about it if if the next few games don't go our way. Yeah, you're right. I mean. Because right now that's what's keeping us from being a keeping us from going to a great team instead of a good team. I was like to say, um, we started this podcast. Sterling and I were on different wavelengths in terms of this team, right? Yeah. Sterling always was the pessimist. I was always the optimist. He was saying Heath out numerous times during the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I was always saying, let's play play the games, see what happens, right? Yeah. I look on social media now, and there's people right now saying, Heath out, Heath out, Heath out, Heath out. I'm going, no, you can't say that, because we, our front four hasn't been together. Yeah. Yeah, let's I agree. See, let's see what that front four can do before we decide Heath sucks at his job. Yeah, I agree. And as much as I, and much as I think that Heath make some poor tactical and sub uh, decisions, which kind of, I think you think the same way, right? Oh yeah. I mean, from time to time. Yeah. But we're, again, we're armchair quarterbacks here. We're, we're on the outside looking in. Right. But yeah. he's doing what he has to do to make this team competitive. And it's up to the players to play the best they can. And yeah, Yesterday, we did not see that. 
No. We saw disjointed things and we saw, you know, just a lot of crap in yeah. God. A lot of chaos. It's frustrating. It's yeah. frustrating to watch it. Yeah. Frustrating to watch it. I can't watch on Wednesday because well, I'll try to watch on Wednesday because I don't have uh Valley Sports. Um, Valley Sports, yeah. Um yeah, it's and I, I don't think it's since it's a Wednesday game, it's not on the CW either. So um so I'm gonna be uh very possibly going on my my secret site that I am not going to make anybody aware of. Don't um, tell anybody that. Don't say, don't say it. Don't say yeah, it. Yeah. No, people are listening. Don't um <clears throat> but uh I know where I can watch it, so I'll be able to I'll be able to watch it that way. But um but yeah, um, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Before we get out of here, one more thing. Um, you had the same problem that I did, and I'm sure everybody else did. Uh, what was what was the deal with switching to MMA? Oh, that's what right. The, what the hell was up with yes. that? Yes, I, I don't know. So, see, that was at the point where I was helping my wife bring in a bunch of stuff from the baby shower. Yeah. So I I I walked outside and I uh, and the game was on. And yeah. so I, then I walked back inside and I, they were announcing the end to a fight. I was like, did we like, uh, did we like change channels? Did they change oh, the input? What happened? No. Like, <laughs> oh, if, and weird. if you and I had it, and if you and I had that problem, chances are thousands of other people Everybody had else. that too. Yeah. yeah. So they, so. what I think happened is as somebody at their, their site pushed the button to go to the national broadcast. I think that was a, oh. was a national thing. If you weren't in the areas watching soccer, here's a national thing. Somebody pushed a button to go to the national thing. It was a good couple minutes, though. It was yeah, not like it was. It was not like oh, we went there for 15 seconds. It was a good like two or three minutes. I was like, yeah. what it was. The fuck is going on? Yeah. And oh then I God. walked out. And then I walked outside again to get some more gifts. And I came back yeah. inside, and the game was back on. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the hell was mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's man. about. I don't, the, know. I don't know, but somebody's losing their job over at Bally Sports. Probably. I, yeah, that's that's a mistake that I don't think TV no. execs can really afford. No, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't. I mean, at least it wasn't like porn. I mean, I've. Oh no, there's, man, there's been some incidents where uh, satellite providers have actually switched their stuff to softcore porn. Is that right? Dog- I've never seen that. Well, look wow. it up on Wikipedia or on Google because that's happened before. At least it was just the this <laughs> was just a MMA fight, you know. I wonder but, what uh, channel that happened on where they had two those two things in the same kind of network, you know. Well, yeah, it's oh, it's yeah. <laughs> freaking nuts, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before we get out of here, little Connor, I do want to say thanks to our sponsor, Rough Knife Scars. Official star supplier to MLS, USL, or and US soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughnessscarves.com. Myself, Tony, for Connor and Dave, who is here for just a half a show. We'll talk to you guys next week. I'll see ya. Yep.